What is up, Nerds Nation, and welcome back to the F Nerds Podcast, keeping it chill, calm, cool, and collected. My name is Amar Moreno. Sitting across from me is Nikki Dinizio, and this is FN2187 number seven. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the Boba Fett finale. Mm-hmm. We're going to be discussing the Boba Fett series overall, um, the old word of Boba Fett, the uh, loose story of Boba Fett, the uh, the whispers of Boba the Fett. Damn, that's crazy, Boba Fett. The damn, that's crazy of Boba Fett. Uh, and we're also going to talk some Star Wars news because some stuff has dropped in the past couple of weeks. So to kick it off with the news, mm-hmm. um, Nick, do you want to say hello before I uh, move forward? Because I haven't really <laughs> completely cut you off. How you guys doing? Good, good. <laughs> um, so yes, let's get into this news. Yes. So some stuff has dropped regarding the Obi-Wan series. Oh yeah, lots of stuff. So we got a bombshell of a, of a headline that dropped the other day. John Williams... 91 years old, most iconic composer of all time, mm-hmm. is coming back to do some music for the Obi-Wan series. Yes. So that's the big fucking bombshell. Other than that, uh, Jimmy Smith, a.k.a. Senator Bail Organa, is going to come back to reprise his role for the Obi-Wan series. Um, Rupert, is it Friend or Fiend? I think How it's Rupert Friend. I, I always think it's Rupert Friend, but it's not. It's, it's something along those lines, yeah. But he's going to... Um, He's going to be playing the Grand Inquisitor. Yes. Which is cool. I definitely, like, I can see it. Like, I can that see makeup it too. is going to, I have a feeling that makeup is going to be spot on. I think so too. Now, was there a point where you were asking yourself, why couldn't Jason Isaacs just come back and reprise this role? No, I never said that. Okay. No, if I was, they I was, did, I would have like, I mean, I I thinking, like, because, like, like, part of me was thinking that it's like, he always plays villains, this guy. Like, he could definitely come back and do this. No, Not that I'm hating the casting. No, I, no. If, I like this actor. If Isaacs played him, I thought, I think that would, they, I do think they could have pulled it off. But, yeah. I do think that in terms of live action version, I think that Rupert, whatever the fuck his name is, yeah. um, is going to do it justice. He's also a little younger too. Yeah, and I think yeah. the makeup's going to work really well. Right. It's going to work right. Now, I mean, for the people who know who the Grand Inquisitor is, um, he has an incredible backstory. He used to be a Jedi Knight, so the possibility of, the, of them diving into that mm-hmm. would be very interesting. It would. Other than that, we got the official release date mm-hmm. for Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's going to be released on May 25th on the 45th anniversary of episode four. Oh, yeah. You hope. So some exciting news. Nick, is there anything you want to talk about before we jump into the Book of Boba Fett talk? Yeah, I think uh, I think we should go into John Williams a little bit. It's very awesome that this guy is coming back all 91 years of him uh, to compose a little bit for the Obi-Wan series and you know, we've been talking about how this is such a most anticipated event. I know for you, it's probably your most anticipated of anything. I think my most anticipated of like probably the last 10 years. Right. And there's nothing coming soon where you might want to, that you're not going to want to watch more. Yeah. If I right? can, if someone, if, you know, Morpheus came up to me and was like, you know, blue pill, red pill, you can have the Obi-Wan series, but you can't watch any other big event for the next like five years. Right. Or you can watch anything you want, like now, and Obi One series, like five years from now, yeah. something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. Obi One series. Obi One series. I'm right taking Obi One series. If it sucks, I'm going to be very depressed, <laughs> and I'll probably fall into a hole and never come out. Oh, I'm fine. It's just that life is pointless and nothing matters, and I'm always tired. Also, I can't sleep. I'm overeating. None of my old hobbies interest me. I hope it doesn't. I mean, we have. Uh, there's a lot of talent behind the camera. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. So I really hope that they do bring it home. But the fact that John Williams is coming in and it just makes it that much more special, man. You know, it just, it, we were already really excited for the series. And just the fact that now he is involved in it, it just adds that just little extra 
to it that just makes it that much more anticipated. So I'm really excited to see what he comes up with. I know, um, you know, he came back and scored the the, the sequel trilogy. Uh, and even though we're not the biggest fans of it, the music was definitely not the problem with it. Nope. So. And he's talking about how much he loved scoring race theme. Mm-hmm. So he had a lot of fun coming back to Star Wars universe. He had a little surprise secret concert during Star Wars Celebration 2017 Which on the awesome. opening yeah. night. It sounds the, awesome. Yeah. It's online, right? Yeah, it's online. You okay, can definitely cool. check it out. Oh, yeah. It was a little, it was like really nice surprise after the uh, 40th anniversary panel. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, you know, the guy just still looks good. He's still rocking and kicking at 91 years old. And again, this is like we said, this is hands down the most iconic composer of all time. And the fact that he's taking it upon himself to come back, to do something for Star Wars, for quote-unquote television Mm -hmm. just speaks volumes and i've said this before i'll say it again binary sunset the star wars theme is my favorite piece of i guess cinematic music yeah of all time so um so i'm really excited to see what he's going to do for this show hell yeah man yeah um other than that we kind of talked about already about the great inquisitor yeah said a little two cents oh yeah do we just end, you know, we don't need to talk about, we don't need three cents, four cents. Right. We don't need to give it a nickel. Those two <laughs> pennies, it's fine. Let's move on. Um, but I have, I have one thing I want to say to you too. All right, fine. Give it a, give it a nickel. I want to apologize for something that I said. For what? I, I feel like I offended you. I mean, bro, there's a lot of things that you say that have offended me. Well, there's a lot of things you say that offended me too. But well, I mean, that's your neither, actions offend me more than that's your neither here nor there, bro. Because you don't bro, treat bro, me you, like you, the, bro, you are, your face offends me. All right. You don't treat me like the fucking sweet little princess that I am. You don't give me what I deserve. It's so. good enough, bro. It's good enough. Whatever, bro. Um, I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much. Iced coffee in the fridge every morning. You know, pick me up from the door when you take me to the gym. We rack my weights. You know, it's not it's not a lot. Jesus Christ. It's not a lot. The fuck? Dude. I could ask for more. And I know I deserve more. Because like I said, Do I'm you sweet. though? Yeah, I'm a sweet little princess, bro. Yeah, yeah you definitely a princess. But uh, I, th- I feel like I, I insulted you a little bit on you when, did. We, when we were talking about the Vader comic. Yeah. No, 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 no. You insulted him a little bit. You got a little out of order yourself. No, I didn't Sorry. insult him. I didn't insult him. him a little bit. No, no I didn't insult nobody. Give us a drink. Give us a drink. Okay. So you want you want to tell people what happened? Uh, the fact that you're an ignorant slut. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that I almost fucking punched you in your whore mouth. <laughs> almost fucking ripped your tongue out, licked my balls with them. <laughs> I was like yeah. this ignorant motherfucker. Well, Nick said. Are you going to paraphrase? Are you going to make me sound like a, like a complete douchebag? All right. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. We were talking about the possibilities of what we're going to get in the Obi-Wan series. And then you were mentioning the Vader run. Mm-hmm. And I misspoke a little bit. I just offhand popped there's, in my head. To be clear, there's currently two Vader runs. There's one there from is. 2020, mm-hmm. which Gregory Peck's kind of taking over. And there's like the- Like to kill a mockingbird, Gregory <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Um Gregory Pack. Gregory Pack. Okay. Yeah, Gregory Pack yeah. is taking over. And the 2016 beta run, which was Karen Gillan and and Salvador, was it Salvador Larocca? I'm not sure. Salvador Larocca did Star Wars, mm-hmm. the Star Wars run, whatever. But uh, but this was at the at the time where like it was where Lucasfilm was trying to be. I don't know what Lucasfilm was trying to be. Fucking we still Kat- know what they're. We trying still to be. don't know what they're trying to be. Just fucking get Kathleen Kennedy out of there, please. But this is when they were like. Everything moving forward is canon and it's all connected. Everything before is like it's legends. Like legends. It's, not, it's like the day after tomorrow. Everyone above this line survives. Everyone below this line is dead. Dead. Yeah, and that's kind of what they were trying yeah. to do. And <laughs> you know, so this was like, so all those those like issues and lines of comic books that came out, including the Vader run, were like 
the canon, right? Like the new canon, and that introduced a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it were, they were pretty significant comics. Yes, um, but I made the, the the stupid comment of saying, "Ah, who reads that anyway?" Yeah, and my eyes went <laughs> wide open. I was like, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you fucking watch your mouth." <laughs> Because a lot of people have read that um, Star Wars, the Star Wars fan base is by far the worst fan base on the planet. As a proud Star Wars nerd, dweeb, zealot, you name it, I can proudly confirm that we are the worst Star Wars fan base. I mean, proof is in the pudding, man. Proof is in the pudding. You go into like fucking Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Opening night. You ask, I don't know, you grab for every five people. You ask him who's read an Avengers comic, probably wouldn't be that much. Yeah. I would say maybe like one out of ten. Yeah. For all the people tuning into Obi-Wan Kenobi, I guarantee you one out of five have read comics. And that was my point, was that yeah. just the amount of people that are going to have eyes on Obi-Wan Kenobi, I guarantee you that not a whole lot have read the Vader comic. But you did bring up a good point. Star Wars fans are insane. They are rabid. They care about the fucking canon, as mm-hmm. I learned like watching this fucking Boba Fett series oh, and, seeing what, and seeing what everyone Luke had to have, say. How does Luke have Yoda's lightsaber? That's exactly. not canon. Exactly. So, it was a strong in the vein on issue number one. It's yes. not canon. So that, that proved me wrong. And I just want to put that behind me now. I just want, I want to go forward. I want a fresh start. Uh-huh. A fresh start. And let's, let's, let's go forward. Let's heal and let's go forward. Let's clean the slave right now. Fresh start. All right. Fresh start. Maybe we should uh, call ourselves the Febreze Brothers because it's feeling so fresh right now. Let's do another fresh start because I just want to punch you in the face. Fresh start. Why don't you read it? I will read it. I'll even, read it before everyone comes out. No, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> why did you put, even bring that up? I don't know. What just was the Just because it was just... You were just making amends? Just making amends. You I just want to tell like Nerds I, Nation what an asshole you I are? I feel like I had to make amends and I wanted to make amends. All right. Well, Nigga's an asshole, everyone. Um, they, that's they, been com- they knew that already. That's been confirmed. But uh, moving forward, mm-hmm. we talked about the Inquisitor. We talked about the release date. We talked about John Williams. Um, oh, the thing with Jimmy Smith, real quick. Yes. Um, we we knew that young Luke was going to be in the series. With Jimmy Smith's coming back, I think we can assume that young Leia was going to be in the series. I don't think either of them are going to have that big of a role. I think even Jimmy Smith's, it might be like a one episode kind of thing that he's going to be like in. a Rogue One situation. Exactly. He'll mm-hmm. come in for like a couple scenes and that's it. Um, but it is cool that he's coming back. He's been part of this franchise for a really long time. And to get him involved here, you know, him and, you know, Kenobi have such a great relationship. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what capacity he's going to come in, if he's going to meet up with Kenobi. I don't know if he knows exactly where he is. I would assume that he does, I think, like, because it was probably him, um, Kenobi, yeah, and Yoda you know, when they kind of decided what they were going to do. Yeah. To Tatooine. Yeah. <laughs> to his family. Take him. <laughs> yeah. Luke gets stuck in the shit and Leia gets to go live in a fucking palace. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice. Um, gotta love Leia, though. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so some pretty exciting Star Wars news has come out the past couple weeks. Um, in terms to, of the Inquisitors, we know we're going to have a handful of them. I'm sure Kenobi's going to take a couple out. But to kind of bring it back full circle to the whole comics yeah. that we were saying, at the end of <laughs> Darth Vader number six, uh, <laughs> Darth Vader hires Boba Fett to go find out who this pilot was that destroyed the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett finds out who he is. He comes back and he tells him his name. So Darth Vader's like, what's his name? And he's like, Skywalker. And Vader hears that name and again, just completely loses his shit. Starts destroying everything around him. 
almost breaks the glass of the ship. And it's such a fucking... When I first read that, I was just like, fuck. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And it's six. So that's like the end of the volume. Right. And I'm like, oh, God, this is some good shit. But yeah, that... See, you're, you're getting me worked up again. <laughs> you're getting me worked up again. The fact that you said that. Because so much stuff goes down in that Vader run. That's where they introduce a whole fact about the Kyber Crystals mm-hmm. leading. Is that the Rogue Squadron too? Well, that's what I'm saying because it leads into Rogue Squadron. Right. Because that's like, well, no, Rogue Squadron is a Star Wars run. Oh, that's its own thing. That's a, yeah. Oh, so there's, okay, that's gotcha. what I'm saying. There was a whole bunch of like um, comics that came out. There was like Poe Dameron comics, all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. But the actual Star Wars run, that was the Rogue Squadron. It was like, see, it was like issues 47, 48, 49, and 50, I believe. Okay. But like the actual Darth Vader run itself. Mm-hmm. That like right off the bat introduced the whole thing of like the Kyber crystals bleeding, that which eventually then became a big part in Rogue One. Everything with the Kyber crystals right, right. and all Hell that. Yeah. Yep. You know, introduced Doctor Afra, which is now a fun fan favorite. This whole thing of how Darth Vader built his um, built his uh, lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Everything and, with Tython. Well, it's funny too because I think the first time you talked to me about the Vader run, uh, the the one scene that has really stuck out in my head is when he goes to he goes to the temple, right? Isn't which that where, Isn't that where he gets he gets ripped apart? Oh, Tython. He goes but that's Tython. way yeah. down the road. That's way down the line. That's but way like, down just, the road. Just that, like, even just you describing it to me, I could picture that in my head, and it's just, it's very striking to, to Yeah, because Dr. Yeah. Afro fucking tears him apart, yeah. and he starts getting in his field, starts remembering about Padme. It's right. a very emotional moment. It's yeah. really cool. But, I mean, Tython just has so much history, too, mm-hmm. with, like, Cad Bane and everything. Um, but, yes, to get back to it, stay on target. I think, now, for me, just me, I think the perfect way to end episode one of the Obi-Wan series, mm-hmm. maybe episode two, maybe episode two, you know, maybe episode one, the Inquisitors find him. It's definitely going to be one. We only got six episodes. It's going to be one. All right. It's going to be the, one. And of episode one, the Inquisitor, very similar to the comics, the Inquisitors find Obi-Wan. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan maybe takes one out. Okay. They report back in their little lightsaber helicopter thing. They run away. <laughs> yeah. They report back to Vader. Now, remember, this is the peak of the Empire. So just imagine this clean Imperial Star Destroyer. It's fresh, straight out the garage. And you got some fucking Inquisitor walking down the hallway with no railings. Everything's fresh. They walk into Vader's chamber. Vader's standing there, standing tall, shrouded in darkness. He's in his prime. And the Inquisitor tells him, we came across new Jedi. And Vader's like, oh, you know, and he's like, Kenobi, you know, or something like, you know, yeah. he just tells him the name, kind of like how Boba Fett's at Skywalker. Yes. He tells him Kenobi and then he just fucking just destroys Vietnam it. flashbacks. <laughs> Vietnam flashbacks <laughs> destroys everything around him, maybe kills that Inquisitor. Yeah. And then boom, oh, you fuck. cut to black. Yeah. That, in my opinion, is how you fucking end the first episode. That to me is the perfect way to do it. Now, is that going to happen? Probably not. Who knows? But... I think if they were to mirror those comics, if they were to do that, like they, they almost have like perfect storyboard already there. Yeah. You know, who knows how it's going to end, but I would love to see that. The thing that I'm most excited about for this Obi-Wan series is that fact, is seeing Vader in his prime, because we got a little bit of it in Rogue One, mm-hmm. but I'm ready to see it here. I'm ready to see an angry, raging Vader just mm-hmm. fucking taking people out left and right. Like, the so most I can't... feared person. Yes, like, so I can't ever. wait to see Vader in his full form. Me too, man. I really cannot fucking wait. I'm so excited, and I just want him to be ruthless. I want him to just 
slashing down people left and right, man. I cannot wait. And it's very like early days of the rebellion, so I'm sure we're gonna get some. Right. I'm sure, he's gonna be cutting down some fucking bucket heads, and I cannot wait. And just one more thing that we want to talk about is the sort of concept art that came out a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, because. We've been on Tatooine a lot. We've been on Tatooine Between a fucking lot. Mandalorian <laughs> and the book of Boba Fett. Uh, Tatooine has been getting a, a big spotlight. Spotlight, And um, we need to get the fuck away we from there. We need to get Tatooine. <laughs> we, can't get, we can't be on there for six episodes. Tyler's and, fucking desert planet. And we know. The ghetto. Gonna, the ghetto. Uh, and we know we're going to be hopping places. I think there's a good chance we could go to Obadiah. Yeah, because some of the uh, concept art looked a little similar to it, I and mean, it's been getting mentioned a lot. Yeah, Albuquerque has been like the yeah. talk of the town, so I wouldn't be surprised if we go there. But uh, but I'm excited to see where. Because I don't think, just me personally, I don't think the rematch is going to happen on Mustafar. I just I don't think so don't. either. But it looks like a volcanic type of planet. Yeah, you know what I mean? so, so I don't know where else. Maybe I mean, if it could be anywhere. Really. Maybe if Obi Wan just being the fucking smart genius that he is tries to like you know replan his battle tactics and like. Oh, well, I beat him on a volcanic planet, so I'll take him to another volcanic right, yeah. planet. You know, who knows? Unless it is Mustafar and Obi-Wan just goes right at him. Oh, my you God, know? dude. Can you imagine that? Like, he's like, I need to take this guy out now to, to protect Luke. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. <laughs> I've been say, you, you've been hearing me say this for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. In Return of the Jedi, when Luke is trying to talk sense to Vader, Vader tells him, Obi-Wan, one star as you did. Yeah. Okay. Do you think he's going to go there and try to reason with him? He okay. <laughs> Here's my thing. I'm. I know I'm an annoying Star Wars fan. Like I said, I get it. I said it, we're zealots. Nah, bro, you're you're passionate. I said it, we're zealots. You're passionate. To me, like, I almost. I feel like part of me is going to be disappointed if that scene isn't given any weight. Oh, in ter- in terms of like because him you gotta trying think to reason about, with you got to think about it. in yeah. Revenge of the Sith after he found out that Anakin was Darth Vader and what he had done, he goes straight to Mustafar to kill him. Mm-hmm. There's little, barely any reasoning. He starts choking Padma. He's like, let her go. And then boom, they go at it. And right. he's trying to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. In A New Hope, when we see them next, there's just a small conversation. There's no reasoning. Right. There's nothing trying to get him back to the light side. And I feel like I'm almost fucking certain, only because of the people that are involved, that that interaction between Luke and Vader... When Vader tells him that Obi-Wan one star as you did is not necessarily just because of the friendship that they had at some point. Yeah. But I think at some point after he turned to Vader, there was a sort of moment where he tried to reason with him. What if it happens during the fight? I don't care. Because I, because I, have, I just I, want it. No, I, and I think we're going to get it because I think that Vader's going to win this rematch. Obviously, mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's not going to die, but I think Vader's going to be the think, clear like, winner I'm just like picturing of this Vader rematch. standing over... Oh, I mean, I'm, th- I'm picturing Obi Wan standing over Vader, Vader being hurt, and just Obi Wan just in his fields being like, "Anakin, please, yeah. like, please come back, like, mm-hmm. please." I think like, it's gonna happen. I'd be shocked if it doesn't. I dude. want it so yeah. bad, and I feel like I'm. I don't want to set myself over failure, but I just feel like ever since I planted that fucking seed in my head, yeah, I'm like, God damn, it's it. like I need it. I need, I need it. it. I need it. <laughs> and like, I'm just yeah, like you said, like just. Jedi is never supposed to act out of emotion because that's the right. past of dark side. When you act out of fear, when you act out of anger, mm-hmm. you know. But I feel like Obi-Wan's going to have a little bit of those urges, though, in this. You but know I, I mean? think I think just Anakin has just lost his way so oh, much. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like you've heard – I don't know. You've heard me say this a million times. Obi-Wan is going to win 
because it's going to be a mental battle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Vader's going to lose that. Vader's going battle. to yeah. like lose his shit. Right. He's going to start like just swinging, mm-hmm. not even thinking what he's doing, and it will be once he's going to like take him out. Right. It's going to like that's what it's going to come down to. Like mm-hmm. from a physical standpoint, Vader's probably stronger. But when it comes like mentally, like smarts, yeah, yeah, like no, not smarts, not necessarily okay. tactic, but just mentally, mm-hmm. because Vader, because Obi Wan is locked in mentally, right? You know, the Sith, they you, they act out of emotion, so mm-hmm. out of anger, fear, whatever, suffering, whatever it is, <laughs> they act out of it. And I think he, Anakin is just so clocked in to his emotions mm-hmm. that Obi Wan is just going to expose him, and he's just going to like he's going to wait for him to just lose his shit, start swinging like a dumbass, and just take him out. Very similar to um. Obi Wan and Maul. Not that it's not that the rematch is going to go that fast, but mm-hmm. just that in that kind of same context, how Maul is just so driven by that, wanting to kill. Okay, that was more tactics, right? Because he anticipated Maul's move, right. Based on how he killed Qui Gon, mm-hmm. he went to a stance, he anticipated it, and he attacked. So that was more like smart tactics. Where here, it's just going to be. I wish I heard I heard those nerds at Celebration talking about that too. <laughs> oh my god, every single line, <laughs> yeah. and I was all for it. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, here it's just like he's just gonna lose his shit. Mm-hmm. Darth Vader's just gonna lose his shit. He's gonna he's gonna fucking snap, and uh, and Obi Wan's just gonna take full advantage of it. Yeah, you know it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an easy win for him. You think it's gonna be easy win? Easy win. Ooh. Easy easy win. Ooh. Like when it comes down to it, like physically, he probably has him. He probably he can probably match him, but he's just gonna lose his shit mentally. Interesting. And, I think Obi Wan's gonna have just the upper hand. Like I can't wait to see this play out, man. I really can't. Like there's so many, there's so many different avenues that they can go down. So many things that they could explore, and I hope six episodes is enough because we. Can, I think six episodes is perfect. I think it's honest. perfect too. I mean, we could definitely d- discuss how you know we thought Boba kind of went off the rails a little bit uh, with with its the story you tried to tell in the episode count. Um, but this seems to, it's going to focus mainly on Obi-Wan and everyone else is going to be a secondary character. No, no, episode so. four and five, we're going to go off and we're going to focus on Kid Mando. Oh, that's what we're going to do. And his okay. family. Gotcha, we're going to focus gotcha, on it for yeah. two episodes. Right. And then we're going to come back. And come the, back. And somehow Kid Mando is going to be involved with Obi-Wan. Right, gotcha, right, gotcha. Okay, right, okay, right, cool. right, 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 right. But with that, do you want to transition into both? <laughs> uh, yeah, one more thing too. Yeah. If they, for some reason, end up on the boo. Invader goes to Padme's grave. Oh man, I am going to lose it. Yeah, that's going to destroy me. Yeah, that it, like, yeah, I've oh. you want to talk about fucking feels? Yeah, just because he's like I said, he's gonna be like, he's gonna be sad, but he's gonna be mad. Yes, like you dumb bitch, you should have just fucking <laughs> listened to me, you should have just stayed by my side, I could have kept you safe, you right? Know? And it's just gonna be just so much angering, suffering, just gonna drive him. But if we get that moment. Where you get Padme's grave, like, see, these are things that I want to see, that I want to happen. But it's like if these people make it a reality, like, I it's gonna be the greatest thing ever. It really is, <laughs> and I'm just gonna be like, you're like, I'm yours. I'm yours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can do whatever you want. You know, like, Deborah Chow, do your thing. And these writers, just like, ah, oh. yeah. <sighs> All right. Yes. Anything else? No, I'm good. All right, let's get into the loose story of a uh, of Boba Fett. Okay. Um thoughts on the uh, season finale uh so the season finale the first time i saw it i liked it and i, I rewatched it again and the things that i had issues with got worse mm-hmm. so it became more of a mixed bag for me i think i'm still sitting at around like a seven out of ten for that episode because i think there's a lot of fun to be had in it and that's my feeling on on the series as a whole it's 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 fun and entertaining there's a lot of stuff that you can get into but ultimately it's messy 
Um, I think they had ambition for what they wanted to do. And maybe on paper, it looked like it was a good story. But then when they started filming it and making it, it didn't play out maybe how they had thought. I have, I have a lot of thoughts about this because I don't know where they were coming from with doing Biker it. Boys. Biker Boys. There you go, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I mean, know. if the audio wasn't fucked up, we probably wouldn't have gotten that. That is very true. That is very so, true. Yeah. Just saying. I don't know where they were coming from with the series and what their initial goal of it was. Uh, I still stand by it that they probably shouldn't have called it the Book of Boba Fett. It probably should have just been called like the fucking Star Wars show or some shit. I don't really know. Mandoverse. The Mandoverse. Mm-hmm. Um, Mando 2.5, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's it's almost like they took what Dave Filoni has done in animation for so many years, you know, where he has like these, these seasons and he just has a couple episodes where you kind of just veer off from the main plot and go do something else. The difference, though, is that his his animated seasons sometimes are 20 plus episodes, whereas this is literally <laughs> seven episodes. So yeah. it's a lot more difficult to do that when you only have so much time to tell. And I understand everyone's disappointed with it. I mean, I'm a little disappointed myself because Boba Fett is such a beloved character. You know, everyone has been waiting for him to kind of get his spotlight. And, you know, and I love Tim. I love I love Fennec. Like I love, I love Ming-Na Wen. Like I love these these actors and I think they did a good job. But it's just it's very weird to me how like even Fennec was more of a gangster than Boba was, you know, and that's, that's, that to me is a little wrong as much as I love Fennec. And I think that she, you know, deserves the spotlight as well. You know, I think we should have gotten an episode just learning about her and we, and we didn't, but um, yeah, man, like my thoughts are a little all over the place on this at the end. It's not the best thing Star Wars has done, but it's also not the worst thing. Uh, episode five and six are absolute masterpieces of, of episodes, even though they're in a completely different series. <laughs> it's not Boba Fett. Um, it's not Boba Fett. And, you know, we started off so well with episodes one and two. We started off so well. I was so on board with it. I loved it so much. Loved I what they were hyped. doing with Boba. You were hyped. I put my head through the wall. Yeah, bro. Like, you love that that, that final, like, 10 minutes of episode two. The little final 10 minutes of episode two are incredible. Yeah. And From then, a character standpoint, as a character piece, absolutely incredible. Right. And then we just veer off episodes three and four and just streamline so much story and so much plot. And even though I still don't think that as they were writing this, they said, let's throw Mando in. I think they had that from the start. But it almost was like they did rush the story for because Mando's in it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they had to rush Boba's story to get to Mando. Not that they did it on like a whim. I think that was always the plan, but just the idea of like, okay, we have to basically get through this much plot in these two episodes because we're the next episode's going to have Mando. You know what I mean? And these next two episodes are going to deal with Mando. And that's a shame. Like it really is like, and right. a part of me does hope that they do come back with a season two that is just focused on Boba. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't even want it because they're so like disappointed with how this thing turned out. I, I, I is there really of, that much backlash on it? I don't know if there's that much backlash, but um, I have seen a lot of people that were upset with with the finale and, and kind of how things have played out. Like hardcore Star Wars fans, like I watched Star Wars Theory, I watched his video on it, and he's that's the Jack dude, right? That's the Jack dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah. the one that does like the Vader, the Vader shorts. He did the one Vader short. Yes, and he did this, the second one that's the, supposed the to have Mace Windu in it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I watched his video on it. And he's kind of very similar to what I'm thinking. How you know this is a mixed bag, but he does hope that there's a season two and that they can fix some things and really just make Boba like Boba Fett, like we expect him to be. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts, bro. Like, how you how you feeling? Yeah, I mean, in regards to the finale, just talking about the finale itself, um, I'm a little, I'm kind of on the same boat. I thought it was a lot more spectacle mm-hmm. than quality, and right. it's kind of um. I mean, we don't like being right sometimes, but that's kind of the, that's what we were kind of worried of when we we heard that Robert Rodriguez was going to be 
announced. When you think right. of, like we said, we, we've said this so many times, but when you think of episode six of season two, mm-hmm. that's literally all spectacle. It is all spectacle. Even when you go to the gallery and you hear him talk about it, he turned like two page action sequence into like a nine a minute sequence, a yeah. fucking action and sequence. That's, and that's his strength. You know what I mean? So it made sense that he kind of was this guy to kind of do the last episode as it was the big action spectacle. But the difference being is that we didn't get enough story to, to right. have, have the I do think it was way better than episode three. I oh, think what he did sure, in episode sure, three, man, like yeah. I fucking hate. But I mean, there's there's highlights here, man. I mean, you can't deny that Rodriguez knows how to shoot certain action sequences. Right. Like when Boba and Mando team up, that is fucking awesome. When Boba rides the Rancor, that is awesome. Well, that's kind of like the pro and the con because I totally agree there are some great moments, whether it's Boba and Cat Bane squaring off Kind of Bane saying little things that take you back to Clone Wars days. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Boba riding the Rancor, Boba and Mando teaming up. Um, there is some good stuff here. But for me, it's just, it is a little tainted in regards to just how the story was handled. Yeah. Because I, I said this before for episode six, um, after we did our episode six discussion, it should be mentioned that episode six is probably one of the greatest hours of Star Wars that we've ever gotten. Agreed. It's absolutely incredible. I mm-hmm. absolutely love it. I can watch it on repeat. I've watched it so many times. And it's it's so fucking incredible and so well done. If you watch it in its own little bubble. In its own little think bubble. think about the series, it's fantastic. If you watch it as yeah. like a Star Wars short, it is same, fucking incredible. Same thing with, with the Mando episode, too. Episode five as well. Yeah. Episode five, I think... I think I like episode six more, but I think episode five is a better episode. I, I, I think it I was done. It was, I think yeah. it's a much better done episode. Now, here's the issue. We got everything. We saw everything that they were trying to do. There was absolutely no reason to have Mando and Grogu in the series. Mm-hmm. None. The only reason you had Grogu in here was so you can put the Rancor to sleep. There's a gazillion other ways that you can work around that. Right. Because... Again, that's what I was saying about before. Like, I don't like throwing characters in there because you're, you're just shoehorning shit mm-hmm. in there. You, and, and don't get me wrong. That moment is awesome. Yeah. I, I love the moment of, you know, Grogu putting the Rancor to sleep and then him falling asleep next to it. It's, yeah. it's cute. It's adorable. It's great. But before that, you have this King Kong Rancor going crazy. Mm-hmm. The people shooting at it. And right. it's just such like a strange sequence and such a strange scene. And I'm like, you're doing these, this weird shit just to set up a Grogu moment. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think... Like, I would have much rather had preferred fucking Boba Fett Wrangler taming the fucking Rancor. Right, him coming in and Showing the connection, it, yep. yeah. you know. Or even Mando wrangling it. Yeah, like, which, bring, he's, which he kind of well, does. Yeah, well, and even then it doesn't doing happen, something yeah. that. But, like, you have Mando in here to get his ship mm-hmm. to essentially get Grogu back. The fact that we're getting Grogu back before season three even started yeah. is a whole other fucking discussion. Yes, which which maybe we'll we'll kind of really dive into later right. On. Like but in is- terms of the book of Boba Fett, again, I just I don't think there was when it's all said and done after everything that we saw the entire series. There was just, in my opinion, there was just no need to have these episodes in here. Mm-hmm. These were straight up Mandalorian episodes. They were. You could have had these in, in season three. Mm-hmm. You could have had them, you know, down the line. There was just no point to have them here because if you take away those episodes, okay. And you take away those incredible moments with Luke, with Grogu, with Ahsoka, you name it. You even take away the whole thing with the ship, of right. him getting a ship. Right. You still could have had Amando come in mm-hmm. some one way or another. Right. He, he could have called a space Uber to Tatooine. Who yeah. knows? You still could have had him come in um, 
and help out Boba. Right. You still could have had Boba riding the Rancor. You still could have had Cad Bane. You still could have had those cool moments with Black Chrysanthemum. Yep. If you want to go even crazier, you could have had someone like Bosk in there. You could have thrown in Han Solo as your big spectacle cameo. Right. You had all the pieces there to do a good Boba Fett series. Mm -hmm. And all of that, all the great moments that you had in this series are gone because they're all overshadowed by the Mandalorian stuff. And there was just no fucking need for it. You set up a really great story with episode one and two, not just for Boba Fett, but also for the Tusken Raiders. These, Absolutely. These characters who we, who are just looked down upon in the Star Wars universe, you're adding culture to them. You're adding tradition to them. Mm-hmm. You're adding so much richness to these secondary characters, and that's fun to see. And rather than you know properly playing that out a little bit more, rather than building up the relationship between him and the Tusken Raiders, because when you tell me when Cad Bane comes in, it's like, oh yeah, they slaughtered your entire family, and they have such a lazy flashback yeah. to him remembering when they right. died. I'm like, which is what we had seen already. I don't care because yeah. right. literally what you were building up was quickly thrown out. That's the window. what I mean. Like when the Pikes, when the Pike reveals that he's the one that killed it, not not the um, who are the riders? What are the riders called? The, the Nikto riders. Speed? The Nikto riders. Yeah. yeah. It's like all right. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You know what I mean? And not just to stay on top of them. He gets the slave back and he just takes him out. It's yeah. like, all right. And it's all right. Everything was it. just like, everything was just like, all right. It was just quickly just like introduced and just thrown away after episode two. And, and it, it's a shame for me because it's, it's like you said, that it goes off the rails with episode three, goes even further off the rails with um, episode, well, not off the rails, but it, but just, it just, it, it further pushes it away. And it yeah. doesn't decide to course correct. Mm-hmm. It just decides to keep, to just, like it takes an off road, it takes a detour, and then just goes completely and keeps going. off road. Yeah. It yep. just does not even try to get back back on track and maybe continue this Boba Fett story. Like the fact, like seeing it all in its entirety, the way they just threw out that entire Tuscan Raider origin it's story. It's a shame, man. It is a shame. It really is. It is a shame because you had. It's just obvious there that you had something really good. You had something very special mm-hmm. with that those characters and that dynamic. And like I said, you could have played it up. And you still could have had incredible moments. Yep. Cad Bane alone would have gotten you numbers, would have been views, would have gotten people talking, would have gotten the Star Wars community chirping. That alone would have been like a big fucking, that would have been like, I don't want to say maybe Luke levels of buzz. I mean, not for nothing, bro. But when that episode six happened, I mean, yes, everyone was talking about Luke, but I feel like just as much we're talking about Cad Bane. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's a beloved character that everyone that... And again, this is why this kind of go. This sort of supports my comic book theory. Mm-hmm. These Star Wars nerds have watched Clone Wars. Yes, have watched Rebels. They know the fucking the the lore and mm-hmm. the characters and the, and the history between these two. characters. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you see them and you just fucking you, you just lose your mind. Right. And I think and someone like Cabin has that sort of stat- stature. But aside from that, you just it's like he. In this show, in the Boba Fett show, makes sense. That's where he belongs. He right. makes more sense popping up here than he does in The Mandalorian. Absolutely. So it's like you had all your pieces there. And like I said, you could have thrown in other legacy characters if you really wanted a big fucking splash, a big bang. You could have worked something I out. I mean, you could have had that whole squad that was in Empire, like the IG unit, you know what I mean, boss. Like You could have had all of them come back here, you know what mm, I mean? And maybe, Zuckus. And maybe be a part of, of Boba's crew instead of the fucking mods, you know what I mean? Instead exactly. Of the fucking Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, and that's another thing too. You just start, you introduce these really interesting characters with the Tuscan Raiders, and then you just do a completely 360 and you introduce these like weird mods, which we didn't even know what their names were. No. Like, I don't know where their their names get announced like later in the fucking right. series, like, and you're just like, oh, that's their fucking. And they just, 
to me, they're just fucking boner killers. Every single time they pop up, I'm just like, oh, like just get these fucking. And you know what's funny, bro, is when the finale like really gets going and you find out that basically all the surrounding territories have turned and they start kind of killing all of Boba's allies. Like, it by the way, R.I.P. Gamorrean guards. Yeah, R.I.P. Gamorrean guards. I mean, the fact that they, they killed the pigs and nobody else is fucked up. Yeah. Um, but you, like, like to me, like I was actually liking it. Like as soon as the townspeople turn, like I, obviously you could see it coming from a mile away, but I still liked it because I was like, oh, there's some fucking tension here. Let's go. You know, BK is getting the shit kicked out of him. And then you got the mods that are getting shot up and then the pigs die. I thought all the mods should have went too. Like yeah. I know it was never going to happen because, because of what they represent. They're the fucking teenagers and blah, all this stupid bullshit. And oh, we're on Disney plus and this is for kids. And I know it sounds hypocritical for me because I said it a couple episodes ago that Star Wars is for kids. So we have to kind of take these things with a grain of salt, but still it's like there was re- a really solid way to really build tension in that episode and to basically kill off like all these characters and they didn't do it. They all fucking survive somehow, except a couple get killed. But I, I don't know, man, like I, there's just, there's so many things that just make me think that, that this, what the story they were telling worked better when they wrote it as opposed to them actually filming it. And I, and not for nothing to do, but anytime I see like wonky production stuff like this, cause even in this episode, I mean, you saw it too. There were just some weird, just awkward moments. Yeah. They just don't it, make it, sense. It fe- like normally when that kind of stuff happens. Like it, when Boba comes in with the Rancor, starts fighting the droid. Yeah. It's like, they're all just sitting there watching. That's what I mean. Like and it's, it's just it's strange. weird. And it's usually like, when, when you see stuff like that and things don't make sense and it feels out of place, that to me tells me that there were production problems. hundred percent. I, I can't, I can't, we can't confirm or deny that. Cause there's just no way they're like, we need to have Rancor fighting these droids. Right. But we also need we to also have, have all these characters. That yeah. So what, what should we do with them? Right. I don't know. And it's just, it just, it's just sloppy. Yeah. It's, it's just very sloppy. sloppy. So usually when you see that, that does spell production problems and you know, maybe this is the best they could have came up with in a, in a bad situation. We don't know, but it's just, it's a shame, man. That's what it comes down to. I think so too, because yeah. I think you, I think all the, it's, you can say that about anything. You can say anything about any property, movie, whatever that you don't like. You say, and it's like, oh well, it had, if it had a different writer, if it had a better director, if it had, it could have yeah. been. You could you could say about anything. It could yeah, have man. been special. Yeah. But for here, all the pieces were there. Yes. You know, and that makes it more frustrating. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe they didn't fully explore it like they should have, but it was clear. It's fucking clear that all the pieces were there. Like you already had Trandoshan Wars. I keep talking about Bosk. I know I keep talking about it, but like. I really someone, thought we were going to get him too. Someone like him coming in with his whole like serpent voice and everything, like would have just added so much because of his his history with Boba. Mm-hmm. You could have led up to like him him betraying Boba, some possibly. conflict with Chrysanthemum. You know of what I mean? course, yeah. you had a big like uh, thing with Chrysanthemum. So like there was just so much that you could have done, but for some reason they decided to to shoehorn the Mandalorian into there. They decided to play it safe. I don't know if maybe they looked at it and they were like, this show isn't as good as we think. So let's, you know, throw a Mando in there just, just to add just some to flavor. Up, yeah. But like, clearly those episodes are Mandalorian season three. And the fact that we end the Boba Fett series on a shot of Grogu and Mando, right? that tells me too, yeah. like, it's not about Boba. It's and about these. It's about characters. these guys. Yeah, yeah. these all, are the money makers. These are the money makers. And then also too, the the post credit scene was lame. 
It was so fucking. You know, lame. it's like it's like look, it's uh, look so don't lame. get me wrong. I'm happy that that Cobb Vanth is going to come back because I love Timothy Oliphant, and I mean we talk about all the time how much we love seeing him on the show. We only got him two appearances, but it's like he needs to he needs to basically be on this show and have the people that even know who it was in there. Exactly, like it, that's the thing. Like it wasn't even shot well either. It was like it was tacked on. So I don't know what that's setting up. There's some people that have speculated that they're going to resurrect the Rangers of the New Republic, and 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 Cobb Vanth is going to lead them. Yeah, how the fuck are we supposed to? How? But how, that's that's what I mean. Like, what so like, in what sense does that insinuate that that's going to happen? Exactly. Boba Fett coming in at the end of season two, taking out um, uh, Biff Fortuna. That was like a huge that, thing. That was huge. Like, I was boom, like, oh, now fuck. he's the new fucking right. Uh, you know, the new motherfucker in the charge. New crime boss. Yeah, exactly. Man. Here, like and, again, you could have you could have done something with Mando, like. I understand that, and you even made made a mention like you don't want to break up the band. To me, it is it is a bit of a mistake that we are. It throws everything that happened at the end of season two out the window. Yeah, it, it, Grogu it, it going kinda, with yeah. Luke for no reason. That whole like, the, all that all that emotional moment. There is yeah. no reason for Grogu to have gone with Luke at the end of season two. Mm-hmm. He's already back with Mando before season three has even started. Right, we. Saw a little bit of Mando on his own. We definitely could have seen more. And I grant, and I, I get it. These are these are the characters everyone knows and loves. These are the money makers. This is what gets people. This is what got the numbers up. This yeah, is what, this is what yeah. jacks up the ratings. Absolutely. So we have to get it back together. But the fact that they decide to play it safe and bitch out like that, rather mm-hmm. than exploring some other stories, that to me, I just think is a missed opportunity. Because I think at the end of season two, it ended on such a good note because it's a good. It's a now a new direction for Mando's story arc mm-hmm. and Grogu's story right. arc. And we haven't even gotten to season three, and they're already back together. They're already back together. And I'm just like, okay, well, throw all that shit out the window. Right. That didn't even fucking matter. And you know what? You, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. This series plays it safe. That's exactly what it does. Of course it's what it, it does. The entire, the entire thing just plays it safe. It doesn't really have anything new to say. It just wants to be a fun, entertaining show, and that's it. And that's you know? a shame. And it is a shame. It's a shame because there's... Like it, there's so many more complex stories to tell, and I don't know if it's if if Disney Plus, you know, if we've sort of seen the limits that that this can go on Disney Plus. I'm not sure, and I don't want to say that because with those two Mando episodes, you saw how strong the storytelling is with those characters. Mm-hmm. Still very strong. Obviously with Boba, it's another story, but watching that episode five, I'm like, this is just as compelling as it's always been. Watching Mando do his thing. So I still have high hopes for season three. We'll see kind of what direction it goes in. Oh, I think Mandalorian season is going to be awesome. I think it's going to be There's awesome. There's no too. doubt in mind that it's going to be good. The but... thing, the thing with Grogu, like, and I, I think I told you this too. It's it it becomes a problem if they start replaying the same shit, like him getting captured, Mando having to go save him. If they keep replaying those beats, then it's a problem. Unless there is something specific that they came up with for Grogu for him to do in Mando season three that gives him a reason to be back with Mando. Then I can swallow that pill a little easier. But if it's not, then it's a then it's a big problem, you mm-hmm. know. And that's kind of where I'm at with that. Right, because I would have just loved to seen a group of Mandalorians. Yeah, pretty and, much. And just like I like I really wanted to see Mando sort of go on this journey with the dark saber back to Mandalore and just see what he does without Grogu. Right. You know. Right. But, so I mean, but we're not gonna get that. But it's also like you said too, Grogu makes fucking money sells and then we're gonna have a new grogu um action figure with the little best card drip and that we are <laughs> and that's gonna sell even more money yeah he's just gonna be out here fucking flexing on all these toys and i mean it is what it is um you know i still i'm still really excited for 
this year of Star Wars, which we're gonna get, you know, we might get Mandalorian season three at the end of the year. I'm I'm, I'm still gonna say December because they uh they added an extra three weeks onto filming, which is not I don't I don't look that that to be a bad thing that they're doing reshoots and stuff. Mm-hmm. I think that they're just adding more shit, which I think sh- that should get everybody excited. Possibly a Sabine cameo. Possibly Sabine cameo. Sabine that's, that's, Queen. That's what I'm holding hope for. Uh, Ahsoka <sighs> starts filming in April, but we know that Obi Wan's coming in May. Bad Batch season two, possibly May the fourth. And then Andor, I think maybe late summer, early early fall, and Hell. then uh, and then possibly Mando season three in December, and then Ahsoka sometime next year. Ahsoka sometime next year. <sighs> Sabine Queen, cannot wait to see her. Um, but other than that, just kind of taking a break from shitting on on the series. Cabin's alive. I, I agree. I I you know what's funny is is I didn't believe it, but. Watching it the second time, when Boba stabs him and he walks away, they make it a point to get in close and show the beeping. And show the beeping, and the beeping you can hear it. It's not, and like my thinking is, is that if it's not important, then why have the beeping at all? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's either his life support kind of coming into play, or it's calling to the droid to come pick him up. To Toto. Yeah, I would love it if they bring in Toto. Toto, are you done yet? These things take time. Some butler droid you turned out to be. I am a techno service droid. And the other thing that that I learned about uh, Cad Bane too is he has some sort of like pipe that goes down his throat, uh, so that when he gets force choked, it doesn't. I didn't know that. I had no idea that that was a thing with him. I know, bro. I'm still learning. I'm still learning. Dumb bitch. <laughs> but that's cool though, and I yeah. feel like that that's another thing that could possibly like play into like him still being alive because he just has all these mechanical parts to him. Right. Well, well I kind of cut you off the. The pipe down this the the thing yes. there is like a secondary life support for his throat, right? So that people don't force choke him. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like a defense mechanism against Jedi. Which um, that was a root of me. I should have <laughs> rolled my eyes at you. I'm sorry. Forgive me. But uh, it's all good. It's all good. But yes. Um. But also something because the second he got killed, I was in denial. I was yeah. like, no, like no, no, he's way. not dead. Yeah. He's not dead. If for some reason he is, we have to realize that this is that a lot of the shit that we're getting. Is pre Boba Fett era, right? And Obi Wan, fucking Andor, um, so you know, Bad Batch, whatever, animator as well. So we can definitely see him pop Absolutely. in down the road, but he's not dead. He's not dead, but there's the, no doubt. I saw a lot of people complaining about, it and it's like, look, like Cad Bane has had this long history, and if you guys don't know who he is, then you definitely need to go back and watch Clone Wars, and you need to watch Bad Batch. It's you know in what the I mean? Because it's <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, but it's it's one of those things like he's already had this massive history. He's gone through so much shit. If this is how Floney decided to end his story, then it it's fitting that it is Boba Fett that does it. And that's that's all I'll say. Regardless of how, you know, lame it could be that he literally came in for two episodes and now he's already dead. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't I don't think he's dead because I think Filoni loves Cad Bane always finding a way to escape mm-hmm. like the impossible odds. Yeah. And there's he's and because of the rousing response he got, how could you not bring him back? He's not going to. Yeah. He's coming back. So he's feel, 100% coming back. So I feel like if there is a Boba Fett season two, I feel like Cad Bane should come back and he should be the main antagonist of that series. Also, I thought it was interesting of how he still has a quicker draw. Mm-hmm. He when still you get, does. But when you get close hand-to-hand combat. That's not his thing. That's not his thing. Yep. And... uh he used those skills that he got from the Tuscan Raiders that were completely thrown out the window after episode two to defeat Cad Bane. They tried to be clever. Like, oh, he did it with the stick. He did it with the gaffy uh, stick. He did it with the gaffy stick. Remember episode two where, where he learned? Remember? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Could have learned more, but you just have to fucking get rid of it. But that's, yeah. So if if we uh, if we kind of have to kind of give like a closing comment on this too, 
Book of Boba Fett, not the best, not the worst. A lot of fun to be had, very entertaining, but ultimately disappointing and a lot of missed opportunities. But in regards to just Star Wars overall, mm-hmm. some of the best. Some of the best. We've ever for sure. gotten. Definitely some of the would best agree. we've ever gotten. So, uh, Oh, and then one more thing. I fucking love Pelimoto. Pelimoto's great. Like, I know some people are getting annoyed with her. I, I loved her every step of the way in this episode, and I even loved her little banter with the fucking Twilight dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, uh, she's a lot of fun. Um, and I will say that Fennec taking out the bosses was the most anticlimactic shit <laughs> that I could have. See, I, I'm, I'm sort of with you on it, but then again, like she is an assassin. She's known for get, doing things quick and quiet. I get that aspect, but again, this just goes to show, this goes back to the whole point of like, like, oh, I was the one who killed the Nikdos. It just doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't like. It's this big reveal that has no weight. And I understand Boba wants to rule with respect, not power. But there should have been, if that is the case, there should have been some sort of interaction between yeah. them two. Well, that's that to me was your perfect opportunity. Like, right, she takes out all those guys. Brings there's, him. There's the one pike that's left. She's about to kill him. And that's where he reveals that he's not the guy and that there's somebody else. Was we didn't get, remember how we were speculating we could have mm-hmm. gotten that, like somebody else is running the syndicate. I feel like that was the moment where she could have like somewhat interrogated him and he could have mentioned like a big name drop of who it is and we just didn't get it. No. Yeah, but right. it shouldn't oh. have been her. It should have been Boba. It should have been Boba. That no, should have right. been right. Boba's. But again, see, like that should have been Boba's kill. Yeah. However, the reason why it should have been Boba's kill was thrown out the window. Didn't matter. Yeah. So it's like. That is true. Like he did it. And he should have the Boba should have revenge on that guy. Like he killed his family right. allegedly. Allegedly, and killed, like allegedly killed his family, and that and should have been Boba's like, kill. Yeah. There should have been some sort of interaction. Maybe Boba like I was trying to rule with respect, but for you, I'm gonna whatever. Just yeah, some, something cool, some bullshit, some little badass. But moment. it's like some quick stealth kill, and then it's a weird fade out. Yeah, she like sneaks out, and it's a fade out. That to me, I was like, what the fuck? That's another thing where I'm like. Production problems. And you even heard me too. I was like, yeah. That's it? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> I was yep. like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I was like, that was so anticlimactic. <laughs> and in the concept art too, there was a, um, you can see Boba riding the Rancor through the town mm-hmm. with all the people there. Kind of like a celebratory parade. Right. That should have been your final shot. Not fucking Grogu and Mando. I wonder if they money or something, bro. Like, I don't like know. something ha- like I'm, I'm, I will put any money out that something happened during, during this, the show's production. I don't know what, what it could have been. I haven't heard anything, but... I feel like something went down with the show and, and things got cut or streamlined and they ran out of money or well, something. Well, shit, definitely got streamlined. I, no I don't know if they ran out of money because those effects were crisp. The Rancor looked great. The Rancor looked incredible. Yeah, yeah. It looked really good, especially when it was doing its King Kong thing. Well, that's that was that was the one thing that I, that I probably love most because kind of going all the way back to episode one where you had that, that weird like um, – the weird creature that we got in that first episode. Oh yeah, right? the, then, uh, I forget what, what I forget the atomic what, monster. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminded me of the same thing. So it's like you just see the the ni- same like you know we got the whole setup with the music, how it had like these big fucking horns and shit. I'm like, oh, this is like a another 1950s monster movie. But then it was King Kong, so it's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, and apparently no one YouTube wore a fucking bomb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, none of those guys fought in the Clone Wars, right? No, I, that's literally just I know, me. I know. Yeah, that's just, just me having yeah, fun. Yeah. That's yeah. just me having fun. Yeah. It's like, but you heard me. I was like, I was like, roll a bomb, roll a bomb, roll <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, take a fucking bomb yeah. and roll it. Like, have you not seen fucking Clone Wars? Yeah, the, Scorp- like, the Scorponek droids were cool though. They were really cool. That was it's pretty like, awesome. But it's like, oh yeah, 
I mean, that was more like Skywalker and Ahsoka. I guess they're not. Yeah, exactly. They're not exactly. really yeah. there. So I yeah. guess like, so that's not, that's not, that's nothing really to complain about, but my head was like, what the goddamn bomb? What the bomb underneath? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll see how it all pans out. And, you know, regardless, uh, I think where we go from here is only up. I think so too, man. Can't oh, wait for so Kenobi. Too. I think it'll be incredible. Super high expectations. Cannot wait. Anything else, bro? Are you ready to go see your favorite movie of the year? Oh, we're about to go see Uncharted, and I am oh, nervous. As boy. a big Uncharted fan, I am fucking nervous. Nick's favorite video game of all time. It's about to be my most hated movie of all time. I saw a clip, and it looked like <laughs> fucking trash. <laughs> stay positive, bro. I've been trying to stay optimistic for Nick's sake since last year. That's right. Since last year, you can go back to listen to some of the old episodes. I'm like, bro, I want this to be good for you. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be happy. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to be hoping. I'm going to be riding your excitement coattails. But Nick is miserable right now. And what I saw was fucking trash. And my hope, do I hope it's I'm wrong? I definitely do. I do not know what the people are saying. I don't, because as you know, I don't listen I know to that you stuff. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hoping I'm literally crossing my finger. I told you right away to him like I'm hoping that clip got edited down yeah. for uh marketing purposes because it was rough. But uh but yeah, bro, let's go see this movie. All right, let's go see it. Let's uh let's have some fun. And if it sucks, then you know cocaine hookers are on me. Sounds good, man. Sounds good, bro. Okay. All right, guys, with that being said, that'll be all for FN2187. Um number seven. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Hope you enjoyed the uh our Boba Fett recaps that we did. Um, and you know, if you want to slide into our DMs and talk some Star Wars, we'd be more than happy to. Always open. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see you guys next time. We don't know what we'll be talking. We'll definitely be back soon and talk some Star Wars. But in the meantime, my name is Martin. My name is Nick. And may the Force be with you. Da-da!